This is Long Way to the Top, and I'm your host, Shane Bryan. In the words of the immortal ACDC, it is harder than it looks. These interviews will give you a glimpse into the lives of the artists that we've sung along with, danced and rocked out to. Some go deep into their past and others celebrate their recent releases. But all of them show that regardless of who you are, it's always a long way to the top. Welcome to Long Way to the Top. Last year I had the opportunity to chat with Doug Aldrich, US guitarist for Whitesnake, Dio, and at the time he was promoting his new release with supergroup The Dead Daisies. There are some times when an interview goes beyond the interview status and just becomes a chat between two mates. We'd never met before this point, but it felt like we were two friends catching up on old times. I hope you enjoy Long Way to the Top with Doug Aldrich. Doug Aldrich, uh, thanks for joining me today. Shane, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. It's great to be here this morning. How, oh, yeah, how yeah. are you today? Yeah, good, mate. Good. How are you? I'm doing good. It's uh, nice to be home on a break here for a bit. And the album's out today in Australia, so all yes, good. I've been listening to it, and it's uh, fantastic. I've actually been listening to it for the last week. So, <laughs> Okay, cool. Yeah, it's brilliant. Uh, you're, you're, yeah, yeah. Uh, are you happy with it? Yeah, no, I think it's great. Yeah, I think it's okay, I think it's cool. uh, sensational. Um, I, I guess just for, from uh, like a, a a sound perspective, it's good to hear mm-hmm. like such a full bodied sound, you know, and especially on the vinyl as well. So um, that's yeah, um, cool. that's that, that's Ben Gross. Ben mm. Gross really put his stamp on this. I mean, he wanted to. He really wanted to to. Um, I think with Holy Ground, he, he, he did it to an extent, but this album, we did it in LA. So he's at his, stu- he has two studios in LA and mm. he really uh, had all his toys and, and he, he, he knew the sound in his head that he wanted. Yeah. And it, you could, it really comes through. It really comes through. I think um, so too. I think it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's very thick. It's, um, you know, there's a lot of little ear candy things that mm. make it so it keeps it fresh. But, um, you know, he and he helped us with the, you know, some arrangements and, and he pushed, he definitely pushed me on some melodies and I'm sure he did the same with Glenn. So it was good. Mm. Now, uh, we've got a, a bit of an Australian connection here with uh, the Dead Daisies. Uh, I believe that the Dead Daisies yes. actually started with two Aussie guys. That's right. John Stevens and David Lowy and uh, Australia's Finest got together, wrote some songs got a few other people involved slash and daryl jones marco mendoza um uh, richard fortis dizzy reed and mm. eventually john Krabi, and then brian tishy myself mark you know marco called me and I, it's been a blast i've been in the band now um six years how did you all come together i mean like you know um to i guess to have a what i guess you call yourself a super group how does that no. actually happen? Does everyone just go, yeah, I'm in, let's do it? Well, we're, we're more of a soup group. We all enjoy <laughs> soup very much. Um, we, we all have been friends and for a long time. And, and so you have to, you know, when you're with people like when I'm, for me, when I'm hanging out with people like Brian Tishy and Glenn Hughes and David Lowy, I, I would check my ego at the door and just look at these guys as my friends and just want to do my best. And that's, I think, how we all kind of try to do it. 
but it came together for me um, when 2015. It's a small world because I I had I had been working in White Snake until 2014, and I had to take some time off for family and, and kind of step out of that thing. And I, I was ready to get busy again. And Glenn Glenn Hughes called me and said, "Let's let's go on the road as a trio." I haven't he says I haven't done that. I, I need a guitar player I can trust. My guy's busy and so I was like, yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And eventually um, the Dead Daisies were calling me a few times about filling in, but I had stuff with Glenn. I couldn't do it. And eventually at the end of the year of 2015, they said, we're going to, don't tell anybody, but Guns N' Roses is getting back together and Richard Fortas and Dizzy Reed are going back to Guns. And we want to know if you'd be interested in joining the band and making a record mm-hmm. and touring and to support it. And I was like, are you kidding me? That sounds, and I, of course I knew Marco was in the band, Brian Tishy, um, and John Karabi, who I grew up with. Mm. I went, we went to school together. And mm. so I was like, absolutely. So I met with, I met David Lowy, David's salt of the earth, down to, down to earth person, mm. a fabulous, simplistic, honest guitar player. And, and, and we just all hit it off. We got together and wrote some songs and it was, that was in 2016, and now here we are in 2022. And I was going to say earlier, in dog years, that's a pretty good run. You know, <laughs> that, is, yeah. that is, that is. <laughs> I've been a massive fan of uh, of your work, uh, especially in White Snake and Dio. And uh, uh, I really, I think that uh, it's a real testament to the band to have all of these incredible musicians coming together to create music together because you're usually out on the road on your own bands and doing your own thing, but to have that connection and everything just seems to really gel. Um, we, we've got a lot of talent with these guys. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to be with them, be with them. I, this album is, um, you know, basically it was, it was Glenn, myself and David, coming up with music and parts and riffs and stuff. And then Glenn finished it off. But Brian Tishy cannot be left out because his input into each song made every song a better song. And, yeah. and it's, uh, he's a talented cat. I mean, he plays guitar, he sings, and he is pound for pound my favorite drummer I've ever, I've ever worked with. He's, he's just, and I mean, look, I've, I've worked with, from Simon Phillips, Tommy Aldridge, to Carmen Apice, Jason Bonham, Mickey D. Uh, every, I mean, every every I've done sessions with all these guys, play with them. They're all great. But Brian Tishy just brings me to another level, mm. and he's he's amazing. He's gonna have to pay me for that that, <laughs> that tribute right there. Uh, now I want to have a bit of a chat about about a few of the songs. But before I do, I've got to ask about the Meta Daisies. Okay, so that's so an interesting to- question. Yeah. What's your question? So who came up with the idea of the Meta Daisies? And so it's obviously a digital version of the band. It's like a digital version. It's like a, a digital version of a group of guys younger than us that we are, we have under our wings and we're trying to help them in the metaverse. And that's, that's what I understood. And it's a very, it's a, basically what it is. It's a new way to promote, to a different audience than what we normally would, because we're, we're, you know, we're, we're older guys. We've been around the block 
And metaverse is a, a new way to promote all kinds of things in music and art and movies and all kinds of stuff. And I, I tried to um, understand it a little bit and it's, it's got a lot of potential. It's, it's early days for the yeah. metaverse. I can say that we were a little bit, you know, confused about it in the beginning, like the guys in the band, but we have an amazing team behind us that helps us with promotion and marketing. And they, they found this, this thing that's at the early stages and they wanted us to be involved, to have an opportunity to use it in the future. We're still trying to figure it out, but um, Radiance was yeah. a, a song that necess wouldn't necessarily be the first single to put out, but we did it because we were trying to launch the metaverse and the meta daisies at that time. And um, for anybody that is hearing this, it goes, what the fuck is he talking about? You can just, <laughs> just, just, you can just fast forward a little bit. 10 seconds because I don't really have any much, much more to say about, it. but it's, it's a marketing uh, opportunity that we're trying to tap into to, to, to get some younger audience. Yeah. Awesome. I think uh, everyone is probably absolutely none the wiser now, uh, but thank you for, for trying to answer that question. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not the best teacher of the, of the of technology. I do one thing, man. I play guitar and I try to do my best. I can't explain I mean, look, I, um, my phone is still, there's a, this, my phone can probably do 10,000 things. That I don't know how to, to, to uh, have it do. <laughs> that's when I just put it down and I pick up a guitar and I'm happy. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Cause, because that doesn't change, right? You can still make it grind and, uh, you know, it still comes out exactly the same, even with little, little bits of pieces of technology to it. Well, like you, we love music and music gets us through and, Having an opportunity to play music and make a living today is a mm. is a major blessing. Mm. You know, I mean, you can you can uh, you, you know you can be in all kinds of different places in your life, but I'm still I feel like it's still I'm still connected to the 11 year old Doug that was that picked up my sister's classical and it just mm. hit a, learned a couple of chords and it's just like I'm it's incredible. I just you know, I was just watching, I just turned on the phone. I was coming to you mm. and I, I was, I hit Instagram on accident and I saw a buddy come up and he's got a new, new fuzz puzzle, fuzz pedal. And I'm like, Oh my God, I, I gotta have it. I gotta <laughs> have that pedal. You know, it's just a, it's an, it's an addiction, obsession and a passion. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like that with vinyl myself. You know, I was like, I've just got to have it. And it's colored vinyl too. Fantastic. <laughs> it's like, it's like, how, even, how much, all right. How much, okay. like, let's put it like this. How many albums do you have? Uh, probably got about 600 albums, I think. That's a, not that's huge a number. Fine, no, that's a fine collection. I, I, I can't do albums anymore because I don't have the space to do it. I am, I am, I don't want to, I hope I won't get on your bad side, but it's just for me, Paying a, a paying a price to stream music is just easier for me at, at the moment. But one day I really would love to get in yeah. a record. Club. I have I have some albums, you know, from stuff I played on or people gave me yeah. or something. But I don't have I I just redid my house and I need to, the next thing is I need to get a turntable. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So 
two questions that I've got for you before we have a, a bit of a chat about the songs. Firstly, okay. your inspiration uh, in, in, I guess, starting, picking up that guitar, what was your inspiration? Or who was your inspiration? Well, I'm not sure what came first. If I actually picked up a guitar or I, or I heard Jeff Beck play guitar, but I, my older sister had a Jeff Beck album called Blow, Blow by Blow, which, of course, you know. Mm. And my younger sister had a classical guitar and a book that would teach you chords. And somewhere along the line, I just decided, wow, guitar. Well, you know what it was? The, the, the impetus of the whole thing was that it was summertime. My football team was done for the summer and there was nothing going on. School was getting ready to start in about a mm. month. Everything was dead. Uh, there was no internet. No, there was nothing like that. And uh, in 1974, 70, yeah, 74, 73. And uh, I happened to just have nothing to do one day. And I wanted to pick up that classical guitar and, and play a couple chords. And I did. And I liked it. I started listening to music and I liked it. Eventually, I got a really cheap uh, department store guitar and it was an electric guitar and it made noise and it was mm. super fun. I, I, I immediately made a band with friends and we, it was like a natural high, you know, and I yeah. loved it. And, yeah. um, but the inspiration, probably the very the earliest one I can think of is Jeff Beck, putting on headphones, listening to Blow by Blow and hearing no vocals, but hearing this guitar sound that was so clear and, and sweet and the notes, the way he bent, them and the phrases and technique was just like oh my god this guy's from outer space incredible artist so what are you yeah. listening to now what like what's on your on your ipod or you know because you haven't got a turntable well i <laughs> i i love the classics the classic rock stuff i mean i mean i was i was hanging with some friends last night and i put on a black sabbath uh, record was ronnie james dio that yeah. the, the mob rules record i was talking about um uh, sign of the Southern Cross to my my friend is is having a birthday party and he goes hey at the party would you be willing to play Heaven and Hell we'll get some guys to do it I want it he goes I want to sing it at my birthday party I'm like of course I'll do it that'd be great yeah. and I go but but he goes is that your favorite song to play I go well, that was cool but there's a lot of songs I mean you look at the, the albums Ronnie did with the with uh, Sabbath and Sign of the Southern Cross was really cool, man. And and the song Voodoo off of Mob Rules was also really cool. And yeah. we I was playing it for him last night. So I mean I I love listening to the classics, Sabbath, yeah. Van Halen, Zeppelin, Deep Purple, all that stuff. But then new stuff, like I'm I'm driving, I picked up my daughter at school yesterday and I'm listening to like, you know, Taylor Swift and Katy Perry and her and her girlfriend are doing karaoke in the back seat <laughs> and i'm like okay i get it. it it's it's catchy but those are all chord progressions that the hard rock heavy metal bands have used yes those are, yeah the, the chords the chords are the same it's just a different beat and different yeah. lyric and a, and a different face you know but so i listen to everything to answer your question yeah. i don't yeah i don't I, I i wish you know there's only 24 hours in the day and if i was smart i would after we get done with this i would sit down and make a schedule of my time management and work in an extra hour of of music theory music theory music uh, appreciation 
Yeah. Like we yeah. used to have in school when, when I, yeah, I, I'm a bit older than you, but I, we had music appreciation in school when I was a kid and you would discuss music and you have to study it a little bit. Yeah. And that's, it's important. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. And I guess I'm spoiled being in a radio station. I hear it all day, every day. You know, sometimes it's not what <laughs> I want to hear, <laughs> but uh, yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. go home and sit down and, 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 and put on, you know, your, your new album, Radiance. Um, the other album I'm listening to at the moment is uh, Ozzy Osbourne's Patient Number Nine. You know, nice. I sit hey, down and what's just, let me ask you. Let me ask you this: What's your favorite track on that album so far? My favorite track so far is Parasite. Actually, who's on that? Not sure. It's okay. It might have been Zach. I think. I, you know what? I think it is Zach. I think. I think Zach's the 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 um the support on that one. So. I, I forgot the name of the tune because, of course, patient number nine, the title track is is Beck with Jeff that's, Beck. Yeah, that's yeah, it's really cool. But the one that I really love, and I forgot the name of it, is the one with with Clapton. It's called um, one of those days. That's right. Yeah. Great okay, track too. Days. That's that's a great track as well. Yeah, yeah. We're actually one playing that uh, you know a bit here too. So yeah. one of those days reminds me of Clapton back in the Cream era. And it's it so does. cool to hear him play play like that. It's really cool. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna have, I'm gonna spin that album tonight. Yeah. To, to 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 relax. That's I heard it the other day and I, I was doing an interview and they were asking about uh, Guitar World in the US was asking about mm. like the best guitar album of the year. And I go, Well, probably you're gonna have to go with with Ozzy's album. He's got everybody yeah. on there, he's got all these guys. Mm. Um and there's a guy called Derek Sherinian that yes. is a keyword player. He's, Derek's got an album out that called Vortex that's got a lot of great guitar on it. Yeah, um, nice. Bonamassa and Steve Lukather, et cetera. Uh, Steve, and Steve Lukather. Uh, and that's another name of an, another incredible guitarist. You know, just Steve yeah. Lukather is one of Steve Lukather. And I'll say this about Glenn Hughes. I'll mm. say this about Ronnie James Dio, Rob Halford. But Steve Lukather is also one of the music industry's treasures. Steve yeah. Lukather is a talented bastard. Yeah. I mean, this, yeah. this guy, his guitar playing alone, but his singing is just like, he's yeah. like an angel. Yeah. 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 He's very, he is a very undiscovered gem, even though he's been on thousands and thousands of albums, you know, it's like, he's just yeah. always there in the background. Yeah. And, and I'll say, I mean, I've met, I've met a lot of my heroes. I've been blessed to meet a lot of them. And, and they're, usually they're always really nice, but nobody's nicer than Luke. He's, yeah. he, he's, I mean, when I met this guy, I'm like, I'm in awe of this guy. I still, when I hear Rosanna, I'm like, I hear the turnaround going into the, the chorus. It's like, it's out of time somehow. I can't figure out what timing is. I always, talk to myself i know luke i mean he's, he's a friend now but i've never asked him like can you just walk me through the timing of that turnaround because it's just it just cripples my mind every time <laughs> now uh, we, we could talk about guitars all day um i want to i want to have a chat about three of the songs on your album uh so the first one okay. shine on if you can just give us a little okay. bit of a rundown as to as to how that all came about Okay, it came about in a very honest way. We were on tour in last year, and David Lowy, you know, is a very accomplished human. He 
is very successful in business. He's, he's very successful in his hobbies that he likes to do, which is flying aircraft. I won't, mm. I'm not going to say it's a hobby. I mean, it, it is a hobby because he's not, he doesn't get paid for it, but he has put the effort, he's put the time in. He mm. did the road work, as they say in, in like, you know, boxing terms or whatever, you know, you got to put the road work in, bro. You can't go in, into the ring until you put the road work in. Well, he's done it. He put yeah. the road work in. He's been a, he, 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 he's an award-winning pilot and very accomplished and driven and done really well. And as far as music goes, guitar playing, that's his passion. Yeah. He loves it, man. You can tell. He's very down to earth. He's a su successful businessman, but he's very, very down to earth, salt of the earth. Um, and he's, his approach to playing guitar is, is very honest and Australian based. He's a, yeah. he's a child of Australia. You know, the way he plays guitar, it's almost punk rock. It's downstrokes. It's tight. It's like the angels. It's like tattoo rodeo. Mm. And he turned me on to a lot of this stuff. Like I didn't, I didn't even know who tattoo rodeo was. I rose tattoo. Dude. But, um, oh, sorry, that's what I meant. Yes, Rose yes. Tattoo. That's, yes. Tattoo Rodeo was a, was a, um, an L.A. band. Yeah. Anyways, um, he, he started, he plays guitar and he, he gets into it and he starts to get fixated on a riff. And all of a sudden I'm starting to go, he's into that. Like, I'm yeah. going to record that because whatever he's doing, he won't stop playing it. And it was the riff for Shine On. Mm -hmm. uh, on the back of the bus, I took my phone and I recorded it. And he and I did some writing. Glenn did some writing. We got together. We all did some writing together. And then at the end, David goes, hey, did you go through your phone? Because, um, you know, you, I know you recorded a bunch of stuff when we were on tour last year. Just ideas I had or Glenn or him, whatever. I just record it in case. Because if you don't record it now, it goes out of your brain forever yeah. you never yeah. get it back the same way again so i oh no i didn't so i went back and i listened to everything from 2021 and i found this riff he was doing and that was the, the initial riff of shine on and he and i did a demo of it and we passed it off to glenn we had a, a basic melody that that to present glenn and it was originally called um i forget what it was but glenn changed the word to shine he changed it to shine on and it, it it turned into a nice straight up rocker. It works great live. We've been playing it, and we yeah. will be playing it for uh, you know the, you know years coming up probably. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a great track. I um, um I also love hypnotize yourself. So uh, I, and yeah. I, I found the 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 concept of hypnotize yourself uh, interesting. Like where, where where did you come up with that that whole idea of of actually hypnotizing yourself? Yeah, I mean, I think Glenn. The way he, you know, Glenn writes 99.9 .9 of the lyrics. So yeah. he is, he's a, a poet and a, he's, he's very well read. Glenn reads all the time. You know, it's one of his passions. And he's, he writes amazing lyrics. For, yeah. To me, he writes lyrics that are, that are really a double entendre. Like you can say, shine on, you can talk about shine on, or, or actually, if you've heard the song um, "Born to Fly" off the mm -hmm. record, yeah. "Born to Fly" is 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 that's David Lowy. It's about David Lowy. He's born to fly. It's a mm -hmm. literal a literal title. But Glenn turned it into a a, a title about the human human condition, which everyone's born to fly. Not 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 literally, but like like spiritually mm -hmm. born to fly. But so 
back to hypnotize yourself. So Glenn's talking about, okay, you, I mean, he leaves the interpretation up to you and I, Shane. Mm. It can do, be whatever you want it to be. But for me, it's like, okay, you're in a situation that you're not comfortable with or a situation that's out of control. Hey, Ruby. Say hi to Shane. Hey, hey Ruby. Hey. Hello. Shane says hi. <laughs> <laughs> She's got back from after I school. Said hi. I heard him. You heard him? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, hypnotize yourself would, would for me be about you going through a situation or you're in a, in a a situation that you're not comfortable with you're, and you're, you're losing control of it and you hypnotize yourself and get grounded again. Mm. But Glenn, you'd have to ask Glenn his mm. interpretation of what it is. But he, I know he, I've done a bunch of interviews with him. So I know that he, he says, I write about the human condition. It's mm. all positive stuff. Yeah. Hypnotize yeah. yourself is, is, is to get yourself centered again to, if something's bothering yourself, hypnotize yourself to, to, to let it go yeah 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 no that's that's exactly what i thought no it's perfect and uh the, the final track uh is face your fear uh which you know i out of all the tracks on the album that song is actually my favorite uh, track uh it's just a, it's an a, absolute it's, killer it's, it's a solid track and and so we were we were glenn and i got together in 2020 we were talking about with management uh, we were talking about doing a concept album hmm. and 2020 was going on and everyone was unclear what was going to happen. And we thought, let's, let's take an opportunity to do this. And that was one of the songs that, that, that Glenn initiated based off of that title that was like, what's more scary than facing your fear? It's what it is. And, I, and I'll tell you this because I've, I've, I've had therapy before. I know. Hmm. If you're in a situation, if you're in a relationship, if you're in something, in a job that you are not happy about, but yet change is equally scary, you go, I'm just, I'm not, I can't do change. Change is scary, man. I don't know. I don't know where it's going. But what the difference is, is that if you face your fear and you make the effort to make a change, you're, it's going to get better. Yeah. If, if you stay with what's comfortable fear or what, what your comfortable aggravation is, it's just, it's comfortable, but it's never going to get better. It's just, mm. it's just going to stay the same. So Glenn's telling you change is inevitable. Change is good. Change is fearful. God fearing, or it's fearful, but if you face it, things will get better. Mm. And that's what that, that, that's what it's, that's what my interpretation is. Mm. He might say something a little different, but but when I think of it, it's a great it's a great title. Yeah, yeah. and we've all had to face our fears uh, over the last couple of years, haven't we? Really, you know, with with everything yeah. that we've gone through. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. everyone's gone through a rough time, and and hopefully we're we're you know getting past it. I know in Australia it was brutal the lockdowns the everything i yeah. mean going being able to go from state to state was impossible it yeah. was just you know and then fortunately actually david lowey was actually able to travel to australia because mm -hmm. he is a pilot and right. pilots were exempt but oh, otherwise right, you'd well. have to, if you went 
if you went to Australia, you had to quarantine for 14 days in a hotel. Yeah. With, you, didn't have you know, a limit of, a limit of, you know, one bottle of wine <laughs> per day. <laughs> yeah. Like that's no, going to help. <laughs> you know, and one, yeah, one, one bottle of wine and one hour of, of outside time. Otherwise. And it was like, it was, it's brutal. Yeah. But anyway, we're through that. We're past it. We so, are. We yeah. are. And uh, look, you've got a fantastic album. Uh, I absolutely love it. And uh, uh, Thank you, man. we we really appreciate the the effort that you've put into this album because it really shows. Thank you so much. We had a we had a good time making it. I mean, we we uh, it was a situation where we had some songs from 2020, like "Face Your Fear." When, when Glenn and I got together and we, we brought those together with David, we reworked some of that stuff and we wrote some new songs, brand new, like Shine On, you mentioned, um, and, and Born to Fly and Kiss the Sun. And then uh, w- the reason we did that was because we had a tour booked for uh, February of this year and it got blown out. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, let's go make a record. Let's make a rock record. So the concept thing went out the window, make a rock record. And we, we really hope people enjoy it as much as we did working on it. Uh, Doug Aldrich, thank you so much for joining us. Shane, thank you so much, man. We really appreciate it. And uh, I, I'm so thankful that there are people like you who are musical purists that, you know, keep mm. inspiring the rest of us to go buy albums and, and listen to it like it's meant to be in the analog yeah. fashion. You know, yeah. it's... it's it's important you know you get we get lazy and we do these things because it's so easy to just go on your phone you're you 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 i can tell you're a purist i appreciate that yeah thank you thank you so much and yeah. uh all the best and look forward to hopefully coming to australia at some point yeah be amazing thanks for listening i hope you've enjoyed this episode of long way to the top hit plus or follow to subscribe to the podcast and head over to facebook at the long way to the top podcast and give us a like Keep on rocking and I'll catch you on the next episode of Long Way to the Top.